Good morning, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. It's a new morning podcast that I'm doing, and um, it's been going on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it is uh, it's my triage um, stop the stop the the rapid amount of downfall we're having with dog show. It's the one or two subject. Uh, um, uh, a podcast where um, I don't have to be quick with answering my questions. I can go in a little bit deeper. First half of the show, I go through my topic uh, or topics that I want to discuss. And then what I do is the second part of the show, I will answer questions that are pertaining particularly to the show. We also do a Q&A, What Would Jeff Do show? And that is every Wednesday and Friday. So tonight, actually, at um, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be doing that show. And any questions that refer to that, I'm going to actually just tell folks to tune into that. There's also a lot of different uh, websites that we have that will actually help you. We give out so much free information that will help you. Um, We also have a lot of paid information that will help you. But my big thing is um, I want to share all my knowledge from the last 20 years to help people out um, because people are really, really struggling now. So the topic that I've decided to pick today and one of the things I've done over the last 20 years is a few things. I've never mentioned another trainer in, um, uh, in, in any of my shows. I think there's one uh, trainer that I've mentioned, Caesar, but it's always been just as a neutral thing. Um, but I don't mention any of the other trainers in my industry at all. Um, and I would like the show to always still be like that. Um, um, as far as with all the questions, I also don't shame or blame owners. That's not what I do. I'm trying to empower folks. But I think this show, um, in fact, I know this show, I'm actually starting to hold people accountable because um, I don't have your dogs. You have your dogs. And everybody makes excuses. We make excuses in our life about everything, about our diet, about our life, about our relationship, about um, about our dogs, about our children. Um, everybody's making excuses. Um, I also want to be proactive with this show, and I also want to be reactive with the issues that are out there. So if, if one of my comments hits you hard, maybe I'm just speaking the truth. That doesn't mean I'm trying to shame or blame you. Um, if you find something offensive, what I said was maybe not offending. You just found it offensive. Um, I do my best to stay as neutral as possible. I do go on rants. So if you're brand new to this show, um, the feedback has been really, really good. I'm being blatantly blunt, honest, no sugarcoating, as I've always done for the last 20 years. A lot of the things that I say, um, Um, Some people do find offensive, but that doesn't mean it is offensive. So here we go. Let's talk about the excuse that um, we know that starting in the beginning of 2020, the end of 2019, but mostly in 2020, um, when the pandemic started, a huge amount of people were um, staying at home. A huge amount of people were getting dogs. Now, I have no problem with that whatsoever at all. If anything, it's called job security. But unfortunately, a lot of dogs got 
a lot of people got dogs for emotional support and um, which is fine. That's why we get dogs. We get dogs to, to love them and to hug them and to be nice to them. But unfortunately we didn't share the other side of the, um, the coin with them, which was holding them accountable, creating space, giving them time alone, having structure in the house, and then also making sure that we actually left the house and left them alone. So they wouldn't have separation anxiety. Um, but what a lot of people are doing is they made the excuse that because of COVID, they weren't able to train their dog. Now, I'm going to call bullshit on that. And that doesn't mean you're a bad person, but I'm going to call bullshit on that. The reason is that um, boarding trains, most of them did not close down. I understand that a lot of group classes did close down. I do understand that a lot of people did not do one-on-ones. But um, you were still able to walk your dog you were still able to bring your dog places. You were still able to go to most outdoor cafes. And for some people in the colder climates, I understand you couldn't do that, but you were still able to take your dog out in public. You were still able to take your dog to Home Depot and you were still able to absolutely train your dog. But what you didn't do, what a lot of people didn't do is create space, give the dog its own space, give the dog separation, teach the dog to not always be around them. And now we're left with a bunch of reactive, fearful, anxious, separation anxiety dogs. I can help you with that. In fact, there's a great course that's um, um, uh, out there that um, I just tagged and I'll just tag it again. It's the Academy. And I would recommend that everybody gets the Green to Graduate um, course because the Green to Graduate course could have a start to finish how to train your dog fully from not even knowing any commands to fully off leash. And your average person can do that in a month if you do the work. That's the big if. It's you can join Planet Fitness for $10 a month. But if you never go, you're not going to lose weight and you're not going to get in shape. You can join a lot of things. Um, but if you don't utilize those things, then none of it works. So I think what we need to do is we need to understand, number one, what training is. So training is a combination of, of plus and minus. It's the combination of, of you are training your dog commands that you want to do. Now you can do that in your home which we recommend. It's a reward-based program. You can do that then outside of your home. You can do that then out in public. You can also do proofing of that. There's no reason why your dog can't be fully obedience trained with or without a pandemic. And this is possibly the first of many of them. So we're not going to use that as an excuse anymore because it's not necessary to use that as an excuse anymore because I call bullshit on that. Now, um, now you can also stop your dog from unwanted behaviors. So in the privacy of your own home, you can stop your dog from barking out the front window, barking at the door, getting in the trash, counter surfing, getting into the laundry, growling at your, 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 your spouse, growling at your kids. You can get your dog to stop all those things, pandemic or no pandemic. So that's not an excuse either. So I call bullshit on that. A lot of this is based on just, you know, call it work ethic. 
call it what you want. But if you do it, which it can be done, with the pandemic, you got dressed every day. With the pandemic, you brushed your teeth every day. With the pandemic, um, if you're sexually active, you had sex. You homeschooled your kids. You cleaned your house. You worked from home. You still maintained your home. You maintained your yard. A lot of people did home projects, right? If anything, during the pandemic, your dog should have been better trained than without the pandemic. And a lot of people are like, well, I couldn't socialize my dog. I know many, many daycares that still stayed open. So you could have done a lot of things, but even if you didn't socialize your dog, you can still walk your dog out in public and you probably would have passed other dogs. Now, if your dog's dog reactive, leash reactive, you could have stopped that. You don't need your dog to meet another dog, to meet another person for your dog to exhibit those behaviors. So that could have been stopped. And you had plenty of time to do it. Again, no shame, no blame. I'm just letting people know that's not a good excuse. Now, I'm in I'm down in Florida right now. I've got investment properties down here for years. I'm based in Providence, Rhode Island, but I've decided to come down here for quite a bit after Working for, I'm 56, I started working at nine years old, you do the math, okay? That's 47 years of work, nonstop, sometimes up to 100 hours a week. So what I want you to do is, is realize that, sure, can I be up to, to Rhode Island in an hour? No. Meanwhile, in Rhode Island, I was 15 minutes. I lived 15 minutes from work. So that would be valid. That would be practical. I can't get to work in 20 minutes, 30 minutes like I used to do. But I think what people need to do is they need a plan. We have plans for you. The internet has plans for you. The academy that I posted has plan has a step-by-step -step plan for you. So right now, if you are sitting with an untrained dog, if you know an, if you own a dog that has no any obedience commands, if you have a dog that that um, you like to be fully obedience trained from start to finish to off leash, we have a we have a course called Green to Graduate. It's one hundred ninety seven dollars. This is not an infomercial, guys. It's one hundred ninety seven dollars. So I think that there's your answer to your excuse. If you join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash solid canine training, patreon.com slash solid canine training, you get 20% off all your courses. It's $10 a month. You get four Q&A Zoom classes. So you can ask questions. We have free podcasts. You can ask questions. You can do one-on-ones. You can ask questions. So there's so much information out there that not only that we offer, but the marketplace offers. It's all about discipline. Discipline, discipline, 
disciplined. So already this morning, I did not go to the gym, but I've already done 200 push-ups, 200 sit-ups, and some other core exercises. I've biked with my dogs. They ate. Angelo's eating breakfast right now that I prepared him. He's already done chores this morning. During this show, he's going to be doing chores after he eats breakfast. Then he's going to start his homework. It's a schedule. It's discipline. So I am trying to raise him as a very disciplined child, and he's nine years old. And you might have seen him on the last three podcasts while Joel was out of town. So if you have a dog, pandemic or no pandemic, let's stop all the excuses. Let's get a plan of action together, at least on the obedience side. On the behavior mod side, you can ask questions to how to stop bad behaviors. And also let's educate ourselves on how unwanted behaviors are stopped, which is the application of a punisher, which is not abuse. And that's getting, that message is getting stronger and stronger and it has to stop. Because it's all bullshit. That's how you stop an unwanted behavior. But we need to under, people to understand what the application of a punisher is. It's just a moment in time, one second, two seconds, three seconds. It's just a moment in time that is negative, sometimes uncomfortable to the dog. I had somebody on one of my Zoom calls that their dog was already on their fourth time in the hospital for ingesting something. That all could have been stopped with one to three seconds. Meanwhile, they're $30,000 in debt and the dog's going in for its fourth surgery. We work with dogs that are very, very, very challenging. That's the side of the dog training world that we see. So we, get, we put up lots of posts. We get lots of, quote unquote, unsolicited advice. And I'm like, sorry, but that wouldn't work with this dog. Why? Because 20 years, 10,000 dogs, we know. And also, we have tried it. And how about this? You're sitting there with your dog who's been this great emotional support system for you for the last two to three years. Your dog has exhibited some unwanted behaviors. You have to apply a punisher, but you can't. I understand. I understand why you can't. But how about if that was the answer? How about if that was the answer? Just think about that. So let's work on that. Let's stop making excuses. There's no need for you to make excuses anymore. None. So many people can help you. We can help you. Now, the psychological effect that these last two or three years have had on humans has been devastating. On our youth has been devastating. Suicide, mental issues, um, drug and alcohol use, domestic uh, problems, divorce, domestic violence. It has been horrific. It has been horrific that we will pay for for many, many years.
that's going to take longer to quote unquote fix to make better but it's also a great opportunity for people in the rehab space whether that's marriage drug and alcohol psychological that's going to give plenty of people in that space to also do what i'm doing coming up with online programs helping people so this is a great opportunity for folks if you are in that space or if you're interested in that space right now it's a great opportunity for a lot of people that want to work remotely so now you've got technology so if somebody is in the home office space it's a great opportunity for you to go around building home offices chairs desks hooking up electronics setting up computer stations right it's a great opportunity selling home copy machines printers there's so much so much opportunity now so you look at it a couple of different ways and we all we all don't know but we can go back and forth about how much bullshit it was all the masking all the mandates i'm right there with you i think it was all bullshit that doesn't mean i'm an anti-vaxxer or ignoring that it actually um, covid actually exists but what i'm saying is it was a lot of it was unnecessary and we're paying the price but what's done is done how do we come back from that so how do we come back from that in the dog space we come back for that from trainers having massive amounts of empathy trainers being proactive on those folks being understanding which is empathy of those folks that did struggle putting together online programs virtual programs online q and a's helping people Don't shame, don't blame. We are where we are and move forward. But bottom line is, if you're sitting there using COVID as an excuse, and guess what? Every place is open now. Every place is open now. All across the United States, I'm based in the United States, but I've also traveled. I was just in Greece and it's just like you know, I believe even countries that were in total lockdown, like Australia, New Zealand, I believe they're also letting people in. Now, I'm not vaccinated, so I cannot travel to certain places, but virtually I can. But if you're a trainer that has been, there's a lot you can do. You can be doing seminars. You can be doing a COVID puppy boot camp. You can do a whole whole online series on if you have a COVID puppy, let's go. But also holding people accountable and letting them, or I'm sorry, not allowing them to use that as an excuse. I think it's really, really important. So I understand I feel for you, but I'm also going to hold you accountable because I want you to win. 
I want you to be successful, and I don't want you to keep repeating that story over and over and over again. Because then you're going to sound like someone who has a seven-year-old dog that they adopted when the dog was six months old from a shelter and still blaming the dog's past life. Meanwhile, you've owned that dog for six and a half years. So I won't let you. We call people on that. We call people on that. So it's really, really important that we understand exactly where we are right now and how to get out of it. And I want to help you. So we're doing five free podcasts a week. We're doing a Zoom room once a week. We've got tons of videos out there. Hold on one second. Angela, will you make sure you put the dishes in the dishwasher? And then, and then after that, swim the puppies. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. Love you, buddy. Okay. All right. So let's go right to some Q&A right now. Thank you for all jumping in. If you're listening to the replay, um, if you're listening to the podcast, um, if you missed the um, the link to the academy, it's academy dot solid canine training dot com academy dot solid canine training dot com and all those links are also on our social media pages and there'll be a lot that you can learn also one-on-one consults are also on our links and again so many people from around the world are getting help we're also doing seminar series we just announced um Austin, Texas. So I think, and we're about to announce, we just announced North Carolina, um, um, and we're about to announce New Hampshire. And we're about to announce where our home base is in Providence. But we're only going to be doing maybe 10 this year. And then we have also something called our Mastermind, which is sort of like a one-week intensive shadow program. Good morning, Joelle. Okay. All right, so let's go right to some comments. Monax says, good morning. Candy, good morning, good morning. Um, Dean says, best morning show ever. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Candy says, it's too bad you have to give that long disclaimer because there are hateful people out there. Keep speaking the hard truth because so many people need to hear it. Um, I don't know if I do it as much as for the haters. I mean, I've been getting hate for, I've been, let's see, between the radio show and the podcast, I've been doing this for 13 years. I probably get more hate than anybody in the industry. Um, I can actually say that. Um, um, It's not a badge of honor at all. And one of my um, wake the fuck up with Jeff's is actually going to be how to deal with on- online hate because um, bottom line is it doesn't work. It really doesn't truly affect me in a negative way. Um, I've had mass organized hate to me and um, and and I'm really okay with it in a way. Um, it's a little bit silly if you show up on our page and give us and give us hateful stuff and give us hateful stuff. Um, let's see. George, um, now people are saying they have lockdown puppies and that's why they couldn't train their dogs and have issues. Yeah, George, that was, the, you know, that was obviously the whole issue of, of this podcast. You made that comment um, right at the beginning of it. So maybe you just jumped in and see it. Um, but that was the gist of a lot of what I was talking about. And, you know, again, I understand why, but George, you're over in the UK, I believe. And all that does is it gives you job opportunity. 
So no dog trainer should be actually complaining about, you know, this show, I wanted to bring in awareness, but, you know, a lot of people are complaining about that, but that's just job opportunity for folks to come up with programs. So fact, it exists. Solution, that's the job. That's the job. The job is coming up with the solutions for these dogs because these dogs do exist. Let me just have some of my tea. I got a bunch of tea bags that I brought over from Greece. Um, we were in Mykonos for three weeks, Joel and I, and it was fantastic. And um, we're going back next year. We're bringing Angelo. What? Just finish your chores, buddy, and then the dogs have to be swum. Okay, thank you. Um, um, Mary Ellen, um, your dog needs help with barking and reactivity. So those are very easy. The barking is easy to stop. The reactivity can be easy to stop. I would suggest jumping up onto our Q&A show, which is at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. It's the What Would Jeff Do show. After this, a link will be going up to that show that streams live on Facebook and on YouTube, pretty much just like this show does. Um Chipmunk, do you recommend a certain e-cow or do you have even have um, ever have dogs redirect with e-cow? If so, how do you stop it? If he growls at people in public. So I'll answer the first question. The rest of the question will be answered tonight. I really want to stick to, to the topic at hand, but we do like e-cow technology mini educators. Okay. And you can get them from our website or you can buy them from Amazon or you can buy them from e-cow or direct. Okay. Hey, what, honey? Yep, just make sure the balls go in separate ways. Okay. All right? And then you can leave them outside in the drying yard for 10 minutes and then bring them back in here. Make sure your bed is made. And then um, uh, start your homework. My oh. bed is made. Okay, awesome. Then start your homework when you come back in. All right? Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Um, Kathleen says, post-COVID forced us to have to re uh, retrain our German Shepherd and how to allow guests to cross the threshold of our home after nearly a year of no visitors without barking and acting protective. During COVID, we used the e-cower stem to keep her from being reactive. His deliveries during COVID, yes, exactly. As we're summoning something on the porch every day, exactly. We're still working on it every time someone comes over. So what, so what I would do on that is you are underwhelming your dog. So that's another great thing. So did, did you know, I, I, I led a normal life during COVID. The first week I did not. I drove around everywhere. I still went places. But after the first week of COVID, I led a normal life. That's what I did. So I only masked on airplanes. I flew one week after COVID was, was officially announced. I was actually in um, uh, Fredericksburg, I believe, um, when it was, quote, unquote, officially announced. I remember the day. Um, and um, uh, so since then, I did a week of masking because um, nobody knew what was going on. And after that, I'm like, this is not necessary. I did my research. Um, I, I watched alternative um, programs, um, all the people that have been banned by now. Um, and um, what uh, you could have kept up with that. But here's a great example, though. Maybe you didn't have visitors over your house, but Amazon delivered every day. Correct. Still got your mail. Still got UPS. Still got FedEx. But 
I think everybody probably ordered more on Amazon than anything else. People got food delivery more than anything else. So those industries really, really ramped up a lot. So I think it's important that what you probably need to do is you are underwhelming your dog. How high are you going? You don't need to give me a number, but you're not going high enough. You should make it suck to rush the door, to bark the door. That's one thing that a lot of people don't do. I think this does go along with this whole COVID thing, so I will run with this a little bit, is a lot of people became really close with their dogs, bonded with their dogs. On the other hand, a lot of people that had existing dogs found out what a pain in the ass their dogs was. So if you talk to anybody in the daycare space, their business actually went up during COVID. People were working from home, but the daycare business went up. Why is that? Because people realized, wow, my dog is more of a problem than I thought it was. So I think that what we're happening is people are, are have the opportunity to either reinforce all the unwanted behavior or to actually stop the unwanted behavior and reinforce the wanted behavior. So folks did have a choice during this lockdown, but no fault of theirs. They just didn't know. They just didn't know. But I mentioned this at the very, very beginning. I mentioned post-COVID training your dog. But a lot of what I say is discounted. It's the loud, crazy, swearing man. So, but I think a lot of that is coming around now, but my message is the same. So the students are appearing because the teacher makes sense. Which is really, really good. Which is good. Again, and I think, and I'll do a video on this too, about people are afraid to put up content because of hate. Maybe I'll tie that in, but it's a disservice. It's a disservice. We're starting a couple of new programs. In fact, today, Joelle just got back yesterday from Providence. So yesterday, we just enjoyed the sunshine outside. And then we actually planned a date night because if we don't have one, um, life will be miserable for me. Um, so what I think is going to happen is today we're really going to be scheduling out our social media, how we can help people the most. I know we've got a, we did a leash reactive seminar. If people remember it in Providence, it probably was about a couple months ago or a month and a half ago, no, probably a couple months ago. Um, um, and that was caught with about six hours of video footage. So I know the pre-sale teaser roll will be going out probably the next week and people will be able to buy that and, and the, it'll probably will go on sale at the beginning of October to mid-October. And that will, that people wanted to, uh, for us to videotape one of our seminars. Well, we did, we did. And it shows you what we do because there's so many people that struggle with leash reactivity, so many people. So let's, so Kathleen, let's, let's up, you know, for the leash reactivity, you want to, you might want to schedule a one-on-one -on -one where you can, you can buy the program that we're about to launch, but you can also um, ask on your Q and A that we've got on Wednesday and Friday and Joel will be back co-hosting that. Um, 
Laura says, I wish I could wake the fuck up and do all that, but I have COVID. My dogs are all curled up, keeping me company. Um, I'm sorry that you do. I, a, a lot of people are getting COVID now, even though they are um, vaccinated and double boosted, and they're blaming people like me. Um, but unfortunately, that's the, 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 the falsehood out there. Um, we're, we're seeing that a lot. My folks got it. One of my employees got it. Um, I know many, many people that are getting it um, um, from the people that are in our current administration um, all the way down. Um, so I think that's um, uh, um, that's an issue. George, you're, you're, wait, you're living in Spain? You're living in Spain, buddy? For some reason, because I met, did I did I meet you in the UK? Did you drive from Spain? I'm sorry. Hola, cómo está? Um, uh, I'm sober now, but I, when I wasn't, I learned doma doma cerveza cerveza, which is Spanish from Spain, which is different than Spanish from South America. Um, um, Wendy says, I'm a dog trainer in Canada. I'm feeling like the industry is saturated. Why would people come to me when they could just link up to you? You know, that's a good question, Wendy. Um, Wendy, there are a couple hundred million dogs um, out there. So I get this question a lot. I mentor a lot of dog trainers. Um, I will share a story with you. Um, first of all, your excuse is a bullshit excuse, Wendy. I'm just going to call you on it. It's a bullshit excuse. Why? Because a lot of people don't like me, but they will probably like you. Also, I'm not Wendy and you're not Jeff. Also, I can't go to Canada because of my vaccination status. You are in Canada. You're a female. I'm a male. We have different personalities. You deliver your information, I'm sure, differently than I do. But I remember I was at a seminar in Austin, Texas, four years ago. And Texas has a lot of dog trainers. And this person, who's a dog trainer, lived in Dallas. And she exclusively did board and trains. And she said it's very difficult for her business because the market is saturated with dog trainers. And I said, bullshit. I said, how many dogs a month do you do? She did a four-week program, and she did three dogs a month. Okay? I said, how many people are in Dallas? Feel free to Google this, guys. But I imagine there's at least a million people in Dallas. I believe there's probably at least a quarter million dogs in Dallas. So are you trying to tell me that you can't find... 36 dogs a year because that's all you can handle. You just said it. You can only do three dogs a month because you do four-week programs. You do boarding train. You do it out of your house. Are you trying to tell me you can't do 36 dogs a year out of 250,000? Also, with boarding train, people from Austin will come to Dallas, people from all the surrounding areas. So our local boarding train business is 300 miles. It's 300 miles. And we have a dog coming in from California. We're in Rhode Island. I believe that's about three over 3,000 miles. We get dogs from Texas. We, we, we used to get a lot of dogs from Canada, South Carolina, Virginia, ton of dogs from New Jersey, Connecticut, New York. That's over 180 miles away. 
So when you have a boarding train where dogs are dropped off and they stay there for the month, there's no excuse. So Wendy, I can help you. So what you've got is a probably a marketing problem. You've got a brand problem. You've got a communication problem. But do you think that all these people are going to come to me? Do you know how many people don't even know who I am? Hundreds of millions just in the U.S. 7.4 billion people in the country. Probably 7.3 billion and change. 7.3.9 billion. 7.3 billion, 9 million, if not more. My audience is not that big. There are people with much bigger audiences than me. So, frankly, why would they come to me? Why wouldn't they come to you? You're their neighbor. You like hockey. I don't. Right? Chipmunk says, thank you. You're awesome. God bless. Thank you so much. Wendy says, a COVID puppy seminar would go over well, I believe, for everyone. I'm hesitant because there's so much out there. So, Wendy, you are afraid. I'm going to call you on your shit. Correct? You are afraid. And you know what you're afraid of? You're afraid that no one will show up to the seminar. I've done over 250 seminars. I remember my first seminar. I have no, you know, there's only 46 people in this room right now. That's it. There's only 46 people in this room right now watching this podcast. So what? If there was two people in this room, so what? How about if out of those 46 people, I connect with one person? How about if one person says, holy shit, this guy makes sense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop making that excuse. And you know what? I also mentioned about marriage, relationships, children, physical fitness, addiction. How about if I say to somebody, because I've been sober for over 30 years, how about if I, someone says, you know what? I'm going to change my life. Thank you for the motivation. How about, Wendy, if you're that person? But if you don't put your stuff out there, nobody will know who you are. Don't be afraid. You're afraid of failing. You're afraid that nobody will show up. That's what it is, correct? You're afraid that nobody will show up. Well, stop being afraid that nobody will show up. Stop making excuses. That's just an excuse. That's just that's the same excuse that I've been talking about. So now you're just giving an excuse. Make videos. Oh, well, all the other people make videos. So what? Wendy's not making videos. Put your videos out there. A lot of people send people my videos. Why would you send people my videos? How about if they hate me? That's not going to help your business. Right? So you already said a COVID puppy seminar would go over well. Start with COVID puppy videos. Start with that. Not from a shaming, blaming, but just from a proactive. You know what? I feel for you. 
I know. I get it. You've been loving your dog for three years. I get it. But now you're stuck with all these behavior problems. I understand. I feel for you. Let me help you. Let me help you get out of this mess and start right at the beginning. Start with the basics. All right. Steffi says, good morning. Good morning to you, Steffi. Wendy, thank you so much, Jeff. I appreciate your bluntness, and I'm going to take your advice and run with it. Excellent. And if you need help, I do one-on-ones. And again, if you, I'm going to put, I'm going to post up the academy for the one-on-one. But also, I see this is what I suggest when people buy one of our courses: join our Patreon channel for ten dollars a month. It's only ten dollars a month. That's it. It's ten bucks a month. And then you get 20% off of our courses and all the benefits of our Patreon channel. And our Patreon channel is, um, I'll type it out for you right now, Patreon, um, for all the people in the podcast too, patreon.com slash solid canine training. Okay. You join that for $10 a month, then you get 20% off all your courses. You get four Zoom rooms. You get videos that aren't seen anywhere else. You also get 20% off of our seminar tickets. And he says, dang, I guess I hit, I hit it hard. Um, Steffi says, third week on a knee cower and much better behaved one-year-old shootle. Thanks. You're welcome. We talked usually this on about our, the What Would Jeff Do show, but remote cowers are the most fantastic training tool most fantastic training tool. I'll probably do another one of these about all the bullshit studies with which actually don't exist and are not real on prong cowers and remote cowers. There's not one reliable study on those, by the way. Not one reliable, pure study, a real study. There isn't one out there. It doesn't exist. Um, cappuccino dog training, like that. I just gave up, I gave up coffee too, by the way. Um, beautiful. When he says, I'm scared, um, rolling on the floor laughing, but you have given me a holy shit moment. Of course you're scared. And you know what you're afraid of? What are you afraid of? I know what you're afraid of. I know what you're afraid of. You're afraid that nobody will show up. Nobody will buy a ticket. Nobody will watch your video. And you're afraid that people will not like you. Don't give a shit. So don't care about people liking you or not liking you. Who gives a shit? As far as watching your video, so what? The video's out there. Eventually people will watch it. And then engage with them. It's not about the, it's, you know, you can have a million people, a million followers, but no engagement. You can have a thousand followers with lots of engagement. Well, the person that has lots of engagement does better. Hold on one second. Are all the dishes in the dishwasher? Did you check the sink lately? Oh, wait, I didn't wash out the sink. You wash out the sink and Joel just had breakfast, so clean up her dishes too. Okay, okay sorry guys. But Angela's got morning chores. I'm going to make sure he does them. Thank you. 
uh, Sue says, teaching calm in the house has been a huge takeaway for me. Place has been a game changer. Thanks. You're welcome, Sue. Yeah, that's one of the, we use that as a basic command, but during COVID, that was great. It kept a lot of folks from, um, a lot of folks from having a dog that just follows them around. So it's been really, really huge for a lot of people. But in general, it's a great command. Um, Chaz asked that question on the What Would Jeff Do show tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I know is late for you, but that's when we um, do all those questions. Okay. Um, Tessa, I don't know how you cut coffee out. Um, so I've been drinking coffee, 56 years old, for 40 years. For 40 years, I've been drinking up to eight cups of coffee. Actually, most of it was espresso, um, coffee and espresso a day. And I just went cold turkey. I went cold turkey on alcohol. Never been to a meeting, never got a sponsor. I'm not against that stuff, but I just went cold turkey. And I was doing eight cups minimum. I would do espresso before bed. I'm not sleeping any better, but still, I would do espresso before bed. I just cut it out. I never thought I could. I just cut it out. And Hasbro, I'll answer this because it's a short one. Uh, E-Caller Technologies Mini Educator. Um, what E-Caller would you recommend? Um, T-Cone. Hi, Jeff. Uh, this is Diego from Brazil. Thanks for all the amazing content. Awesome as always. You're welcome. You're welcome. Diane loves the place command. Ch Chaz gives me a thumbs up. Um, and Lori says, congrats big time on the coffee. Yeah. I mean, other than it's not helping me sleep, but for overall health, it's most likely, it's most likely helping me. It's most likely helping me. All right. All right, guys. Well, this has been a fantastic show. Um, I'm doing these shows so far two weeks in a row. This new podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. If you missed any part of the show, it is on my Facebook page, but it's also on um, YouTube. And it will be, this is show number five. And in the title, we'll be um, talking about COVID. So you'll be able to search it for that if you missed, if you missed the whole show. All right. So everybody be productive today. Be nice today. Be loving today. Help out somebody today. Um, I'll be helping Angelo out with his with his schoolwork. Um, I'm, I'm a homeschool dad and um, he's got a lot of work ahead of him today. Um, you got a lot of work, buddy. Mm -hmm. Hey, Papa, hmm. I just noticed you printed out a lot of works that have to do with America. Well, I, pr I printed out week number four, I believe. No, week number two, five days. So we're going to get on that right after this. All right, buddy? Okay. I love everybody. Take care. Have a fantastic day. And I will see everybody tonight on the What Would Jeff Do show with Joelle. And if you can't make tonight, I will see everybody um, on social media or for another live show on Monday morning. All right? Take care, guys. Love you.